Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled earlier, main balance due unlimited basic after $6.30.20. Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto-pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Explore the Mouse Podcast, a podcast by Disney lovers for Disney lovers. Come join us as we dive into the wonderful world of Disney. Here is your host, Eric Rodriguez. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Welcome <laughs> Welcome to the Mouse. Explore the Mouse Podcast. I am your host, Eric Rodriguez. This is a podcast by Disney lovers, for Disney lovers, and hopefully everyone else eventually. Um, we call them weirdos. Uh, the, <laughs> the people that don't like Disney. Um, we call them weirdos. What's actually it's pretty funny because um, there is a comedian by the name of Jim Gaffigan, and he does a uh, he does a, a a comedy skit, and it's about Disney. And uh, if you haven't heard it, and you're huge into Disney, it is hilarious because it explains my wife and I to a T. Um, because in February everything's going to change. Uh, I think I said in the very first podcast, and my wife and I are pregnant with our first child. But before that, we were those weird single, um, or not single, but those weird kidless people that would go to Disney. And Jim Gaffigan actually does a really funny skit about um, people going to Disney without kids, and they're called weirdos. So I like to call the people weirdos that don't like Disney. So uh, that's where we're at. But welcome to episode three. Um, I am so excited to be at episode three, and this is the final installment of um of our journey through Disney Springs. Um we so to recap in the first episode we went through Disney Springs the West Side and then in the last episode we went through Disney Springs the Landing. Well today we're going to kind of combine two and this is very ambitious for me to do because the two that I'm combining today um are huge uh, when you combine them together but uh, I probably should have done the landing and West Side together, but as you saw, each of those episodes was an hour. So I'm I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna keep this at an hour, um, but I might be skipping around a lot. I might be skipping some stores, so I apologize. I'm gonna. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of gonna pick some of my favorites. Uh, I'm gonna pick my favorite stores, my favorite restaurants. Uh, I won't be doing a full critique of all the different restaurants, so I apologize, but I will definitely be picking out my favorites and some of my favorite things to do. So uh, without a further ado, let's get to it. So we are going to be talking about um, Disney Springs Marketplace, and uh, we're also going to be talking about Town Center. So uh, kind of let's get into some of the, the, the shopping. Now, when you go to, uh, when you go to Disney, uh, Disney Springs, you're going to you're going to go to both, you know, obviously you're going to walk around, and you're going to go all the places. Now, the Town Center is the newest part of um of Disney Springs, and Town Center has the it's kind of the mall. Uh 
it's like the it's like the outlet. Well, not outlet because nothing's on sale, but it is the is the mall um, of uh, of Disney Springs, and you're gonna get a lot of the big name um, the big name companies like Coach has uh, you know has something there. So you're gonna get a lot of places like that. So uh, I'm not really gonna go too in depth, like I said, into a lot of the stores, but I do want to pick a couple of the stores out that. Uh, are at Disney uh, Springs in those areas because I think a lot of them are really cool, um, and I, I really do. And so the the first place I want to really tell you guys about is uh, this place called Sugar Boo and Company. Now my wife and I completely uh, went into Sugar Boo and Company. I think she actually knew what it was before I did. I didn't know what it was. Um, but we went to Sugar Boo and Company, and I, let me tell you, when I first went in, I thought it was gonna be one of those stores where I'm like, ugh. We're going to walk around. My wife's going to try to show me things. But let me tell you, I walked in that store and I immediately, I'm like, oh my gosh, babe, look at this. 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 There is so much cool stuff inside Sugar Boo uh, and company. And the name's pretty cool, Sugar Boo. Um, But it is, as they call it, uh, as the company calls it, it is a gift giver's dream. And it really truly is. And the cool thing about it is that Sugar Boo and company is a family owned, um, completely family owned company. And... They have everything that they kind they kind of like weird unique gifts, uh, including like handmade jewelry and art prints for your home, um, bar sets, like all these different cool things. And it is just one of those places where I guarantee you're gonna go into you're gonna go into Sugar Boo and Company and you're not not gonna buy anything. Um, that is just, that's just the truth. You're not, <laughs> you you cannot go you cannot not go into Sugar Boo. And uh, not buy anything. So um, I, we do. Every time we go into Sugar Boo and Company, we end up leaving with something. I mean, it might not be expensive, but we end up leaving with something. And because they have such cool stuff. So uh, Sugar Boo is definitely something that you have to do. And it's in town center. Uh, it is just a absolute must. Uh, another place that's actually really, really cool to go into uh, in Disney Springs uh, in the I keep saying Disney Springs. Of course it is. That's what this is about. Another cool place to go to in the town center part of Disney Springs uh, is Uniqlo. And uh, Uniqlo is a apparel and accessory company. And uh, once again, it's one of those places where you kind of overlook it. Uh, you kind of look at Uniqlo, and, and I might be pronouncing that wrong. I'm not sure, uh, but I think that's what it's called. It's U-N-I-Q-L-O, so Uniqlo. Um, or Uniqlo, Uniqlo, one of the two probably anyways you go into uh uniqlo uniqlo and they just have some really really cool stylish clothes uh and they have like and they have basically stuff that you would find there that normally you're like you know what i don't need that but then you go there and you're like okay that is a pretty cool disney shirt or that is a pretty cool disney whatever uh and they got everything from men's women's kids infant clothes so uh this trip that we're taking will definitely be um (laughs) we'll definitely be shopping there uh, actually, this episode might be released the week that we're there, I think. Um, so this will be kind of fun because I'm kind of pre-doing some episodes here. So um, it will definitely be interesting. And we're definitely going to be taking advantage of the infant section, I think, uh, especially with February so close uh, uh, so close to us. We'll be probably shopping while we're there for the baby. And um, But it's really cool. So if you if you have a chance, definitely Uniqlo. Uniqlo. Um, that that is one place you definitely gotta check out. Uh, you're probably not gonna buy anything here, but always go into the Coca Cola store. 
the Coca-Cola store has a ton of Coca-Cola merchandise and memorabilia. Uh, if you grew up on Coca-Cola, it's just a really cool place to kind of walk through. And then uh, you can even go to the top floor. And I'm going to kind of get this out of the way. You can go to the top floor and you can actually do flights of different type of Coca-Colas from around the world. Uh, and if you've been to Epcot Center and you've been to the Chill Zone, you kind of know what I'm talking about. They have a lot of those sodas from different parts of the countries like Inca-Cola and Beverly, uh, which everyone knows Beverly is the worst tasting thing in the world. Why is it even made? I don't know, but Beverly is one of the worst tasting things in the world, but uh, you can actually go up and you can actually buy a flight of different sodas from around the world from Coke, and it, it's it's a pretty cool experience to even just try. You know, if you haven't been to Epcot and you haven't tried them, give it a try. Um, Beverly is amazing. You will absolutely love it. Wink, wink, not. Um, Beverly is disgusting, but uh, maybe you like it. I don't know. Maybe you have weird taste buds. I, uh, I, can't, really, uh, I can't really say that you don't, but... Um, so definitely try definitely just walk through the Coke store. It's a, it's a really cool uh, building, really cool experience. But um, there's a lot of different stores that are inside the town center part of it. I mean, like I said, name brands like Spiri and La Costa and Vera Bradley and uh, Ugg and all these different places that have some really cool, um, you know, name brands. I mean, it's your typical mall. Uh, so, I mean, you can't not not like it. Does that make sense? Um it's it's pretty neat. And uh, earlier on in the first episode, we were talking on the West Side, and I was talking about um, Harley Davidson lo- no longer being on that one corner, and now it's a place called Disney Style. Well, Harley Davidson uh, actually moved, and they're now over in the town center area. So they're no longer part of West Side, but they are part of the town center area. So if you're still into Harley Davidson um, and you missed that Orlando Harley Davidson store at Disney Springs, you can definitely still go um, buy your apparel and. Uh, all your collectibles and stuff like that. So uh, now if we move over to the Marketplace, Marketplace has some pretty cool stores as well. Uh, Marketplace has a, a, a fun place called Superhero Headquarters. So if you have kids with you or you're into superheroes, uh, you could definitely go into this place and they have some great stuff. They have apparel and different accessories, um, different types of collectibles, toys, um, everything that your kids probably want or if you grew up with certain superheroes you're probably gonna want i don't know because you know what I, I, <laughs> there's a lot of grown adults that have bigger toy collections than kids do so uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you no but um it, it's a cool place to kind of go into and now uh, parents with daughters um this is something that i'm probably gonna have to look at one point but uh there is a uh, bibbity boppity boutique uh in disney springs now bibbity boppity boutique if people know what that it don't know what that is uh inside magic kingdom uh under inside cinderella's castle there's a boutique called bibbity boppity boutique where you could bring your daughters or boys not judging uh you could bring your daughters or boys there and they could actually get made up and uh typically i think what it is i think Typically, like, the girls bring, like, a dress with them, uh, and they do their makeup, they do their hair, uh, and then they get to walk around the park the rest of the day like a princess, uh, which I think is actually really cool. But the cool thing is that they offer this at Bibbidi Boppy Boutique, so if you are not going to Magic Kingdom or if your daughter wants to do something like that uh, and financially you guys are not in a position to go to the parks, hey, you know what? You can go to Disney Springs and uh, get your little daughter all made up. Now... Inside the marketplace, there's a place called Co-op. Um, the Co-op, I think, is 
probably one of the coolest places to go visit. The only reason why is because they have some really awesome stores. Um, a couple of the stores that I really, really love in there is one called 28 in Maine. Uh, 28 in Maine is actually a um, apparel and accessory, but they also do collectibles and art uh, artwork. And it's based off of Walt Disney um, Walt Disney himself. Not, not the parks, but Walt Disney himself. Um, so it's a really, and it's a really cool apparel line. Uh, they do everything from phone cases. I actually had a, um, 28 in Maine phone case. It was a leather phone case that had a cover on it for a while. Uh, and I used it until pretty much it was no longer usable anymore. But, um, they just have some really cool stuff, you know, genuine leather, um, button downs, belts, ties, all that. They just have some really, really cool stuff there. And, uh, if you're, you know, if you're into any type of fashion or, you know, you know, you're going to go out for a nice meal while you're at Disney, um, it's a nice place to go and actually get, um, like a nice shirt and they're fairly reasonable. The prices are not bad. Um, if you compare the, if you compare the t-shirts or compare the button downs to like, you know, popular brand name companies, it's actually a really good product. It's made well, the price is decent. Uh, it's definitely worth a look. Um, and that's inside the actual co-op. And also inside the co-op is another one called Cherry Tree Lane. And it's another apparel and accessories. Now, for the people that might not know what Cherry Tree Lane is, shame on you. Um, <laughs> uh, go back and watch Mary Poppins. Uh, especially because Mary Poppins has Mary Poppins Returns coming out to the movie theaters this uh, December. Um, but Cherry Tree Lane is named after the street that the Banks children lived on and where Mary Poppins went, uh, and was a nanny. So, um, but Cherry Shoe Lane is actually a really cool place. Um, it's, you know, basically as they put it right there, it's a upscale London address in Disney Mary Poppins, um, movie. Uh, but it's a really cool place. And now it is for women, but a lot of the cool stuff in there is really sophisticated. So if you have a wife that if you guys are going to go out to dinner and you really want to, you know, kind of get dialed up a little bit, um, Especially if you want to go like kind of old school London, uh, it's a really cool place. They got jewelry, they got hats, bags, clothes, all that. Uh, it's just a really cool place, and the co-op itself is really cool because when you go into the co-op, everything is inside. You don't have to go back outside. All these stores are interconnected with each other, um, which is really cool. Uh, the other the other place inside the actual co-op itself, uh, the, and I talked about it a little bit earlier on. Um, which I'm trying to find it now. Can't remember exactly where, um, what the name, uh, D style. There we go. Um, D style is, uh, another place that was inside the co-op or D I'm sorry. Trendy, not D style. Disney style is the new place. Trendy is the place that's inside the co-op. Um, and trendy has all the really cool boutique trendy Disney stuff that, uh, I was telling you that my wife loves to look at. Uh, and Disney style is kind of a bigger version of the trendy over in marketplace. Um, so it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a cool place to, uh, go. Uh, the, the, the marketplace itself to me kind of reminds me of, um, kind of Disney giving you that theme park feel without going to the theme park because you have the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Um, you have a Disney Photoshop uh, service studio. You also have a place called Disney pin traders where you could actually go and you can get your magic bands, your, uh, Disney vinyl mations, um, Mickey ears, and you could even do uh, pin trading. So it, it, it's kind of a cool thing because it kind of feels, um, kind of like a, like a theme park essence where you can do some of the fun things like you would do in a theme park. 
um, with the photo pass and the pin trading and all that, but without the ticket prices of going to the actual park itself. Now, go to the parks because uh, they're awesome and it's worth it. Um, but if you can't afford it, Disney Springs is that alternative. Um, now, there's a couple other neat places I just wanted to talk about real quick before we move on to uh, entertainment and stuff. Uh, and the two biggest ones that I really wanted to talk about, um, there's a place called the Art of Disney that's really cool. And they have a big art collection of uh, all Disney stuff. Um, one of the coolest things, I'm a huge fan of Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is probably one of my favorite rides at Disney uh, outside of Splash Mountain. And um, they have a whole line at the Art of Disney of um, basically like the statues that you would find throughout the graveyard while you're going through the queue of Haunted Mansion. But they have like miniature statues of it, which I think is awesome. Um, Not saying that it would be up all year long, but if you definitely decorate your house for Halloween, it would be a really, really cool uh, piece to actually decorate your house for um, to have all these different statues um, that were in the graveyard scene of the Haunted Mansion. So, but they also have other stuff too. They have photos, um, they have paintings, everything Disney that is art or collectibles they have in the art of Disney is really, really cool. Uh, and then obviously you cannot go to the, uh, Disney Springs marketplace without going to world of Disney and world of Disney is, uh, massive and anything you want. Disney is inside world of Disney. From apparels to camera, gifts, housewares, Mickey ears. Uh, you want stuff for your kitchen. You want stuff for your baby nursery. You want stuff for the bathroom. This place has it all. World of Disney legitimately has every single thing that you possibly will ever need for Disney or from Disney for anything in your house. Um, I, I don't even need to go into detail because you just need to walk inside and figure out what they have. It's awesome. It's if you've been inside like Magic Kingdom before, it's it's basically the Disney Disney Springs version of the Emporium um, where you can pretty much buy every single piece of merchandise you would ever want to buy. Uh, you can pretty much find it at World of Disney. Um, and you really can't miss it. <laughs> it's a big giant building with World of Disney uh, across the front of it. It's uh, it, it's kind of like a little mecca. When, when my wife and I go to Disney Springs, like we kind of see that and it's like this ray of light that kind of shines through the clouds and you know we're like, oh, we're we're at home like we're here world of disney it's awesome um it's a great place to visit and you know you have to you have to you have to have to visit um so let's talk about some oh i'm sorry i have to talk about one more thing because being a chef uh loving the kitchen there's a place called mickey's pantry and mickey's pantry is the best store outside of world of disney um, it is everything from food, gifts, houseware, everything you need for your kitchen, but everything Disney, uh, like Mickey Mouse hand, hot, uh, like, like oven mitts and aprons and all these cool things. Uh, if you're into cooking, you have to go to Mickey's pantry and also at Mickey's pantry too. There's also a really cool area in the corner where you can, um, do all your different spices by bulk. And I mean, they got spices from all all over the world. Um, it, it is like a must go to if you are a foodie. So, uh, let's move on to entertainment, uh, and talk about entertainment a little bit. Um, because once again, Disney Springs is known for entertainment. Um, as, as we kind of gone through the last couple days, it, it is definitely known. And, um, you, you, you really can't, you really can't go to Disney Springs without, not, without not like 
taking in some of the entertainment. So we are uh, approaching Christmas time. So one of the cool things that Disney does around Christmas time is they have a Christmas tree trail. Uh, and the Christmas tree trail is um, on the backside of Marketplace over where the buses pick you up. And there's like a crisp, there's like a little area there where there's a ton of different Christmas trees all decorated differently, um, decorated with, uh, you know, Disney stuff and this and that. Uh, and it's just a really cool thing De- definitely gets you in the spirit. And like I said, we, we make it a purpose to kind of go around right around that transition from Halloween fall to Christmas time, because it's such a really cool transition overnight. Disney kind of brings you into Christmas. And, um, even though my wife won't let me decorate the house till Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas season starts for me when Disney starts. And uh that is uh right around the turn of October and November. So um, you know, that's kind of why I love Disney during that time. Uh and also that's also where around this time too you get to meet Santa Claus at uh Santa's chalet uh over in the uh, marketplace area. Now the marketplace stage is pr- um probably the biggest area, if not I, I would say it is the biggest area for uh, people to catch a really awesome show. Um, They do everything from full band concerts. And, I mean, I've seen up on that stage before, I've actually seen big names. Um, Now, they're called, like, one-hit wonders, but uh, I've seen some big-name people that have actually been up on that stage. So they do everything from full band concerts to, uh, like, kid dance parties. And it's pretty much directly across from World of Disney. So if you're at World of Disney and just look behind you towards the lake, there's the huge stage. You can't miss it. Um, and it's a really awesome place. And there's constant, pretty much almost constant entertainment. Um, but most of the main entertainment at that marketplace stage takes a, takes place around 7 to 11 p.m. But uh, once in a while, I, I've been there during the day before. And once in a while, they do have some like you know, little things going on during the day. They might, like I said, they have a DJ up there that's doing a kid's dance party. But um, if you're having like full bands um, usually that takes place at night from usually seven to somewhere around 11 o'clock or so. Um, it's just a really cool place to kind of, once again, kind of grab yourself a drink if you want, or grab yourself some food and find a seat and just kind of sit down and get off your feet and kind of just enjoy, uh, enjoy the moment, I guess, you know, um, it's just a, it's a really cool place. I'm actually curious to see if there's anyone going to be there. Yeah, see, they don't give a they don't give a thing. I was trying to see if anyone's gonna be there when we're uh, when we go, but um, the marketplace stage is pretty uh, pretty awesome itself. Um, now, town center really doesn't have a lot of entertainment, so we're gonna move. <laughs> this is gonna be really quick. Um, like I said before, most of the entertainment is gonna be uh, in the west side and the landings. The marketplace has a few things, and literally the. Uh, the only the only entertainment that Disney lists as entertainment for the marketplace is what they call the Springs Overlook. And when I say entertainment, it's pretty much self entertainment. Um, there is no <laughs> there, there is no like major major events going on, um, but there are some really cool views of their man made springs that they made. Hence the name Disney Springs. Um, but it's a little alcove in uh, inside town center, and they do have some bands that play in there sometimes. Typically, it's like a one, two, maybe even three person band. Um, nothing big or crazy. It's just you know some localized music to kind of play as you're walking around. So uh, it's it's kind of something for you to kind of just sit and enjoy some music while you're doing it. But um, let's talk dining. I mean, we're kind of we're kind of breezing through this one. I actually thought this was going to take a little bit longer. I mean, it would have if I would have talked more about shopping. 
Um, I mean, if, if I talked about the shopping, Town Center alone would probably be like two two-hour episodes. <laughs> um, there's so much shopping inside Town Center that I, I, I can't even go over it all. You just kind of have to go experience. Now, the food is going to be a different story. There's a lot of different places to eat, and actually one of my favorite favorite places to eat um is inside town center actually there's two of my favorite places uh is inside town center and i cannot wait um to tell you about these places and you have to try them i mean legitimately have to try them because they are one of my favorite places and we're going to start with one of them right now um and it is a quick service uh walk up it's a kind of a kiosk that's off to the side Um, Pretty much right where Town Center meets Marketplace. Uh, It's right outside downtown Disney, but it's technically still part of the new Town Center area. But it's called the Daily Poutine. Um, Now, if you you don't know what poutine is, uh, I'm about to uh, educate you. Um, (laughs) Poutine is a Canadian staple. uh, And it is french fries or frites. And they basically put... The traditional one is um, french fries with a brown gravy over the top and uh, white cheddar cheese curds. Now, alone, normal poutine is ridiculous. It is amazing. But the daily poutine does, um, typically they have roughly about four different varieties of different poutines that you can get. Um, They do rotate, I will be honest with you, because they do have seasonal ones. Uh, I was there... Uh, what was I there? I, I, can't remember exa- I can't remember the exact date, but I was there right around Thanksgiving uh, last year. And they had uh, a Thanksgiving poutine, which I was kind of like, eh, we'll give it a try. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Um, but they always have their classic poutine, which is, like I said, their French fries, beef gravy, and cheese curds. Um, but they also have an Italian poutine, which I've never tried because... I kind of want the gravy. The whole point of poutine for me is gravy. And these are French fries, mozzarella, and bolognese sauce, which it sounds delicious. But when I go to somewhere called the poutine, um, I have to get the original. I can't. I cannot not get the original poutine. I mean, that's what it, it, it's called poutine for a reason. Now, they're, they're, they do have one on their menu that is unbelievable. It's called the, it's called French poutine. Uh, and it is, um, which a lot of people know, Canadian, uh, Canadians, French Canadians. So it's fairly similar, just kind of has more of like a, um, a Paris type twist to it. And it's French fries with a mushroom cream sauce with Gruyere instead of cheddar. Now, let me tell you, I tried this one and it blew me away. Uh, every single bite was just unbelievable. I had no complaints on this one at all. Um, so I always highly recommend getting the, either the classic or the French, those two. And if you've never had poutine, you have to try the classic. Um, so if you're by yourself, get the classic. If you're with a couple people, get a couple different ones and just share them because the Latin poutine is another one I'm not into, but it's not bad. It has fried yuca, uh, which I love fried yuca. Um, when I was in the Caribbean on a cruise, we went to a place that had yuca fries and I never had them before and they just blew me away. They were delicious. Um, you know, and they, they were different than a potato. They were more like dense, but they were amazing. But anyways, they, so the Latin poutine has fried yuca, uh, black beans, pulled pork and queso fresco, which sounds delicious. But again, I cannot pass up the classic. So it, 
if you go there and you haven't ever had poutine, please try the classic and try the French poutine. Now, they do have one, which I'm really hoping it's there when we go, um, which I, th- I think it might. There's one called Oktoberfest poutine, which has a stout beer gravy, bratwurst sausage, sauerkraut, and cheese curds. <laughs> um, that is right up my alley, ladies and gentlemen. Um, right up my alley. Uh, everything from the, the beer stout gravy to the bratwurst and sauerkraut and cheese and, yes, and french fries. That is right up my alley. So, um, uh, Disney, please keep that on the menus uh, until I get there. That's all I, <laughs> that's all I ask. Uh, please. Um, so, I'm not going to... I don't want to talk about poutine too long, but um, definitely go to the Daily Poutine. It's unbelievably amazing. Um, let's talk about my other favorite place that is uh, inside that area. Um, Where's it at? Actually, Town Center. I lied, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. The poutine is actually part of the marketplace. I said I'm lied. I lied. I'm, I thought it was part of Town Center. It, it's in a weird location. I mean, it literally borders the brand new town center and it borders the old marketplace so i wasn't really sure where they put it but um they put it at marketplace but it's kind of like right in that border of both town center and the marketplace itself but um over in town center though there is a ton of different places one of my favorite uh is a new place that opened up with the uh, new expansion called the polite pig now polite pig is a barbecue uh, barbecue joint i'm very very picky on my barbecue um, I, I do my own barbecue. So when I, when I eat barbecue, Hey, the picture has my table on it that I normally sit at. Um, when I eat barbecue, I'm very picky. It has to be perfect because I, I, I know how to cook it. I cook it myself. So, um, polite pig does it right. I mean, they do it absolutely right. Uh, and the cool thing about it too, is that I'm a big craft beer person and they have a ton of craft beers that you can get, um, there. Um, they have a little bar that's kind of, they have a bar that's kind of outside and inside. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but, um, the bar is kind of like a oval shape and half the bar is outside and half of it is inside. So you can sit outside or inside. Makes sense. Um, and you, you kind of walk in and it, what's really cool about it is that you walk in and you get a server, but you don't sit down at a table first. You kind of go through the line cafeteria, cafeteria style uh, you order your food, then you go sit down with your number, and then they bring the food out to you and uh, bring the beer and everything like that. And the servers are wonderful. Uh, last time we were there, um, our server was just spot on. I mean, we uh, she was perfect. I mean, she, she was reading our mind. She was bringing us different – like I didn't even ask for extra sauces. And she just started – she brought me a plate of extra sauces because she wanted me to try them. And – I appreciate stuff like that. When I see somebody that's a server that's going out of their way to make sure that your experience is 10 times better, um, I enjoy that way more than I do someone that goes, uh, let me know if you need anything, and then they walk away. Uh, it, it just shows that she actually cares about her job, and she actually cares about also getting a tip, and she's good at what she does. So uh, great service there as well. Um, but... So as for the actual food itself, I mean, they got a ton of stuff, including salads. Uh, I mean, their salad menu is actually bigger than their uh, their barbecue menu. I mean, there's, uh, I'm not even going to name any of it off right now, but go to their you know go to their website and or look at their menu, and their salads are ridiculous. They have over twenty, probably twenty different salads. 
Um, but as for their actual food itself, when I went, I got their um, their brisket was one of them, and the and the uh, sausage. I got those. Uh, they were unbelievably good. Um, the the smoke was perfect. The texture was perfect. Um, the the spices were perfect. It, it was one of those barbecues where you don't even need sauce. I put it on anyways because I wanted to try them because they're all homemade sauces. But you didn't need them. Um, but I did it anyways because they were delicious. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to tell you about one of the most delicious sandwiches you will ever get in your life. And it's reasonably priced. It's only a $12 sandwich, which is not bad at all. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I believe it comes with I believe it comes with fries. I think I don't think it's a la carte, but um, it's a smoked and fried chicken. So what they do is they take the chicken and they smoke it, and then they batter it and then they deep fry it. So you have this juicy smoked chicken that then then they flash fry uh, until it's crispy, uh, and then they serve it on the bun, um, and then they make basically their own barbecue sauce. They put Duke's mayonnaise. Uh, pickles and uh, romaine slaw on top. It is probably one of the best sandwiches I think um, I've ever had in my life. Uh, I, I can't complain about it. It was absolutely delicious. Um, every single bite just had loads of flavor. And I think the fact that you actually take this chicken and you smoke it and then you actually flash fry it just gives two different dimensions to the actual food. Um, because when you smoke chicken the proper way, you get that nice smoky taste to it, but you also get this really, really juicy chicken. And then when you flash fry it, it kind of seals in those juices uh, and just kind of gives that thing some nice crispiness. And it is just unbelievably amazing. Um, and like I said, all of their sides are fantastic. Oh, <laughs> that was the that was the cool thing. And remember when I told you that, servers go above and beyond that's what's worth it to me um this server went above and beyond because i mentioned that i missed something on their a la carte or their side menu and it was um crispy brussels sprouts with whiskey caramel sauce now what the what the brussels sprouts are is they basically take the brussels sprouts and actually throw them in the uh, fryer and they basically fry them and they come out so crispy and then they have like a little whiskey caramel sauce and I mentioned that next time I come down to Disney, I'm definitely going to have to try that. And then all of a sudden, she came out with not even a snack size. She came out with a fairly decent uh, little small plate of Brussels sprouts uh, and said that she you know, she had them cook a couple of them up so I could try them. And it's stuff like that that makes me want to go back to places. Um, so uh, without sounding like a brand ambassador, uh, the Polite Pig is a must it is one of the best places in my opinion inside disney springs um for food and it's just a great experience and the prices are fairly decent and you can't you can't pass it up you really can't um you also can't pass up blaze so um there's a there's somebody i follow on uh, a pot or a vlog on youtube um and i'm not i'm i guess it's a promote uh, he's on YouTube. His name's Tim Tracker. Um, a lot of people will know who Tim Tracker is, and uh, he is a uh, avid Disney um, lover as well. And they live in Orlando, so they kind of go there a lot more than I do. But um, they describe Blaze fast food or uh, fast fired pizza as they they kind of described it as the Chipotle of pizza. 
And what you do is you go inside and you basically pick your toppings and kind of tell them what you want. You go down the line and they make your pizza slice in front of you and then they throw it in a super hot oven and within a few minutes your slice is ready to go and you're you're on your way. Um, I think it's one of the, the coolest unique concepts um, that they have at Disney. I think it's one of the coolest restaurant concepts. I never actually even thought about doing like a little Chipotle style pizza place before. Um, so kudos to Blaze because I think it's an awesome, awesome business idea. Um, and their pizzas look awesome. I mean, they you you would think that being like a I guess you can call it like a fast food or fast fried pizza place, it would look bad, but they're they're legit slices of pizza. There's nothing. It looks like you would go to a place and get a gourmet slice. Um, just to kind of give you an idea of some of their, um, pizzas you can do. And, and the prices are not that bad. Like I said, you can do your build your own pizzas and which range from basically like seven fifty five to nine ninety five, Um, and they also have their own signature pizzas too. Um, this one is awesome because I'm a huge pesto lover. So I'll talk about this one real quick. Um, the green stripe, it's a pesto drizzle over chicken, red peppers, garlic, mozzarella, and arugula. Uh, and it's nine ninety five for that. It's really not that badly priced. I mean, it's amazing price, uh, and their stuff is awesome. And they got salads and desserts and all that type of stuff. And uh, they even have alcoholic beverages. So if you uh, looking to kind of get a pizza and something to drink while you walk, go for it. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Like I said, the um, Tim Tracker said it right when he calls it the uh, Chipotle of pizza. So uh, it's pretty delicious. And uh, you cannot go to Disney Springs without going to Sprinkles Cupcakes. Uh, Sprinkle Cupcakes is probably probably the most famous cupcake place in the world. Um, they're known for having some of the most delicious and some of the most ridiculous cupcakes uh, that you can possibly get. Uh, it's a good place to kind of just run into that everything's already done and it's already there. And their prices are not bad. It's about five bucks per cupcake. Uh, which is actually uh, which is actually fairly reasonable, and they also have cookies too, which are uh, about three and a half dollars, which is not bad. Um, ice cream, all that, so it's definitely a cool place to stop. And, and if you like cupcakes, awesome. If you don't, this probably won't be the place for you. But uh, their cupcakes are amazing. They even do vegan cupcakes. So uh, for you vegans out there, they make vegan cupcakes. So uh, there you go. That's uh, deli- I've never had a vegan cupcake. Now, one of the coolest features of uh, Sprinkles is, you're about to hear me right, an ATM vending cupcake machine. And so it sits on the outside of the building, and you can actually go up to it, and just like an ATM, put your card in, do all your things, and it will actually dispense a cupcake right to you, and you can continue walking. Don't have to worry about the lines in the store. Don't have to worry about going and talk to a customer or an employee. None of that. You walk up to the ATM, money in, cupcake out, on your way. Um, even if you're not in the cupcakes, it might actually be cool just to go <laughs> go try that ATM just to just to say that you got a cupcake out of a vending machine, um, which would be really cool. Um, what else is uh, what else is in Town Center? Deluxe Burger. That's another one. Or Deluxe Burger, sorry. Not Deluxe. Deluxe. Uh, Deluxe Burger is um, basically an artisanal um, burger place. 
they they just make some really amazing burgers they have great sh- uh, shakes uh, hand cut fries which I am a huge fan of hand cut fries if a restaurant does hand cut french fries you you already have me sold um, now that I, they have to be done right but there's just something about hand cut french fries that just make my day um, but deluxe burger does the hand uh, does the uh, hand cut french fries uh, which which I love. I think it's awesome. And their burgers are good. I mean, their burgers kind of range from all the different ones, from your normal classic burger to like a southern-based burger, barbecue burger. Um, if you're into like fire and spice, they have an El Diablo burger. Um, and then they also have a buffalo chicken sandwich for the people that are not into burgers. Um, one, of my, one of the coolest burgers I think they have on their menu, though, is called the Apple Harvest Burger. Uh, and the Apple Harvest Burger is their uh, their normal signature patty. And it's topped with apple whiskey jam, which, one, I love whiskey, uh, and I love apples, so that works out. Uh, topped with smoked sausage, smoked gouda, lettuce, tomato, and grilled onions. That, that burger right there alone just sounds unbelievably awesome. Um, so it's it's a pretty cool thing to do. Now, the other the the cool the cool thing about deluxe burger that I think is a really awesome and I and I've noticed this at some other places it's a really cool trend they're doing at some of the Disney Springs uh, restaurants is they're doing meals for two because they typically know that you're not coming to Disney Springs by yourself you're going to be with at least somebody and they do these um like meal deals and like the the classic duo is two of their classic cheeseburgers. Um, one regular order of French cut or fresh cut French fries and two drinks for twenty four ninety nine, um, which I think is a great deal. And then you know you can do the other one, which is the ultimate duo, which means you get to choose from two other premium burgers. Um, and their premium burgers are like you know the ones with all the crazy toppings on it, like the one that I just talked about, the apple whiskey one. Um, and then you get one order of French fries and two drinks for twenty eight ninety nine, which is actually a really good price. And if you think about it, the burgers alone are twelve fifty, roughly, a um, little over twelve fifty, depending on which burger you're getting. Um, I think the most expensive burger on their menu is about thirteen fifty. So, you think about it, you're getting two drinks, fries, and that. I mean, you're saving some good money. So if you have two people going there, it's actually a really good deal. Um, so I like that a lot of the places at Disney Springs are doing that because I've, I've actually noticed that on several of the menus where restaurants are doing kind of, um, you know, like a a menu based off of like two people and it's saving you money. And I love that. The prefix menu is just perfect. I know um, I was talking about it in the last episode. Uh, Terralina has a prefix menu. Um, what was the other place? Wine, um, the basket at Wine, uh, Wine Bar George. They do the picnic basket that you can get for $60 that has all the stuff in it and you, with a picnic basket and you leave and you go and you go have your picnic. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, so a lot of places I think need to start doing more of that. Not even just at Disney, but I just think in general, to be honest with you. Um, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, now let's talk about the newest addition to the Disney Springs uh, restaurant family is um, the mayor of Flavortown, Guy Fieri, returns to Disney Springs. Now, I haven't eaten here yet. I will be eating there uh, when I go there. And it's called the Chicken Guy, or just Chicken Guy. And 
I really hope that Guy Fieri doesn't let me down on this one because with his food at Planet Hollywood, I like I said before, I was not super impressed with Planet Hollywood's food. Uh, the shake was awesome, but the burger was yeah needed a little bit of work. So I'm really hoping Chicken Guy doesn't let me down. Um, I will be doing a uh, a vlog for our YouTube channel uh, from Chicken Guy or of Chicken Guy. Uh, so you can actually see my reaction to kind of see what, um, it's going to be, but the, everything that I see so far looks amazing. Um, now once again, though, everything could look amazing and taste bland. Uh, I, I can make any type of food look good in a picture. It's just a matter about the flavor. Um, you know, so a lot of his stuff I mean, it looks awesome. If you really, if you look at the menu for Chicken Guy, everything looks amazing. Um, all the different sandwiches and the prices are super reasonable. Um, for the actual uh, signature sandwiches, the most expensive sandwich is eleven fifty, and that's a combo. That's where that's with a sandwich, fries, and a drink. If you're just going to do a la carte, if you just wanted to get a sandwich, the most expensive sandwich is only six ninety nine, which is actually fairly reasonable. Um, so it's one of those things where I might actually get a couple of sandwiches just to try, you know, a couple of different ones while we're there because of how cheap it is. Um, and then they have, they got their chicken tenders and you can get, uh, which again, price wise is not bad. You can get three or five chicken tenders and it ranges from five ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Prices are really good at this place. Um, which, which I'm actually really surprised on. I'm not going to lie. Um, Ooh, Mac Daddy Mac and Cheese. I wonder if that's the Mac and Cheese that was on the burger, uh, the Mac and Cheese burger from Blanet Hollywood. I'd be curious because my biggest complaint about the Mac and Cheese was that it it was creamy, but it wasn't flavorful. Uh, it needed a little more salt, a little more pepper, something. It just needed something. Um, so I'd be curious to see if that's the same exact recipe that's on top of the burger at uh, Planet Hollywood. But... I think the menu looks awesome. Um, whether it's good, we'll find out. Uh, if if you guys have tried Chicken Guy before I try Chicken Guy, um, let me know uh, what you think about it and uh, leave that in the comments. Um, oddly enough, Chicken Guy is actually looks like it's right actually behind Planet Hollywood. So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the uh, a lot of the Planet Hollywood recipes are the same as Chicken Guy's. Um, with the mac and cheese and all that other stuff um, because he did both menus. That would be curious, but uh, I will be trying Chicken Guy um, very shortly. I like to say Chicken Guy. Chicken Guy is a fun word to say. Um, it's just really fun. Now, if you're if you're in, and this is something that you don't actually see a lot of. You Now, we had Bongo's, which is Cuban food, um, and then we have the new restaurant by Chef Ho, uh, Jose Andres that's going to be opening up soon, which is more um, classic Spanish um, food. There is a, there is a Mexican restaurant as well at Disney Springs. And, um, I have not eaten here. So unfortunately I cannot give you an exact review on them. Um, but Frontera Cochina, um, it's actually owned by, um, which he is a classic, classic, um, Mexican food chef. And his name is Rick Bayless. Um, I had the pleasure of actually meeting Rick Bayless one time before, and the guy is not only extremely knowledgeable, but he is extremely nice. Um, he is a eight-time James Beard Award winner. Now, if you guys don't know what James Beard Award is, 
Um, James Beard Award is given out every year to chefs all across the country. They pick some of the best chefs all across the country. Um, and to win it eight times, it's kind of like winning back-to-back championships in sports. You have to be on top of your game every year because the food, the food restaurant game changes so often. Um, now, with that little thing being said, this menu looks awesome. Uh, I looked at it last time I was there. We passed and I checked out the menu, and it looked amazing. It smelled amazing. I don't know why I didn't go in and try anything because, like I said, I know Rick Bayless is cooking, and Rick Bayless is a fantastic chef, so I know that his recipes are probably top-notch. Um, but he, he just, he kind of, he elevates Mexican food is what he does. Um, you know, so you think about your favorite Mexican dishes and he takes them and he totally elevates them to a whole different, um, level. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm just looking at some of his menu items here and he's, I mean, he's taking, he's taking like basic, um, Mexican restaurant food items and just kind of amping them up a little bit. Uh, which is actually really awesome. And I have to tell you, this carne asada tacos sound awesome. <laughs> um, they look really, really good. Uh, and, uh, ooh, mushroom mushroom torta. Now, if you guys don't know what a torta is, torta is a uh, Mexican sandwich and is a uh, big, kind of a big round um, piece of bread. They cut it and they kind of layer it. Um, he actually does his own version called the mushroom torta, which is woodland mushrooms, chipotle garlic mayo, goat cheese arugula lime chipotle salsa and uh looks like on the side it has like a tecoria salad i probably said tecoria wrong so uh, i apologize i did not do well in spanish in high school um but yeah his food looks awesome and uh i may have to pop in there when we're passing and you know at least two tacos or <laughs> uh two tacos or something uh, and how can you really go long, wrong with chips, guacamole, and chips and bacon? <laughs> um, I don't know. Are the bacon chips? Chips, bacon? Bacon chips? I don't know. Um, the menu is kind of hard to read, but it, it kind of looks like bacon is your chips while you scoop the guacamole, which I am 100% for. Um, I may have to go try that. Eh, for only ten dollars, it might be worth it to just, <laughs> just to get it and go sit around and listen to some of the fabulous entertainment that Disney Springs offers. Um, but yeah, so if you're into Mexican food, definitely uh, go check out Frontera Cochina. Uh, like I said, I haven't tried that place, but I can tell you that Rick Bayless is a fantastic chef, and I'm sure that his food is uh, like top notch, exactly where uh, you need it to be. Now, one of the one of the last places that I'm going to talk about on this um, is not even a restaurant. <laughs> uh, it is just a unbelievably delicious um, bakery. And that is Armorettes. Um, it's a French bakery. And it is unbelievable. Um, it's, it's over near the poutine stand, uh, over near like the uh, old entrance to um, World of Disney. And let me tell you, their their food is, or the the food, their desserts are unbelievable. Um, there there's some of those desserts where you might have someone that says, "I'm not a I'm not a sweet fan," or "I'm not a dessert fan," whatever. This will change your mind. Uh, Amaretz is unbelievable. 
Um, they have something on their menu called the Mickey Moose, which I think is a really fun, clever play on words. Uh, and the Mickey Moose is a chocolate chiffon cake, dark chocolate mousse, and white chocolate mousse. Um, it just sounds really, it, I mean, it sounds rich, but it also sounds just unbelievably delicious. Uh, and they got everything else. I mean, they don't even just have chocolate. They got everything from New York style cheesecake to lime, key lime tarts. Um, they even have different cakes, you know, they, uh, they have character cakes, which is pretty cool. So if you have like, you know, if you're at Disney and you're having a birthday party, um, you could actually call and you could actually order uh, a character cake from them. And I mean, they have all type of cakes. They have the Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto cakes. Um, you know, so it, it's just, uh, they, they just have a lot of cool stuff. And those are, I mean, they're expensive. They're 60 bucks, but if you're there celebrating a birthday, why not? It's worth it. You know what I mean? Um, this sounds really good. They have something called the Tea Time Petite Cake. And it's lemon green tea chiffon cake, uh, citrus curd, Italian buttercream, uh, lemon pate de fruit, jelly, and passion fruit fondant. Uh, it sounds just unbelievable. And let me tell you, the, the food, uh, the desserts that are in here are ridiculously good. And I never realized they have creme brulee before. Uh, I think my wife is probably going to want me to get her creme brulee next time we're there. And $6 for creme brulee? That is, that's awesome. Uh, I, I haven't found creme brulee at restaurants where I live for $6 for creme brulee. So that's actually a really good price. Uh, and they do some other stuff too. They have some sandwiches. They have uh, traditional French crepes, um, champagne, sparkling wine. They even have alcoholic beverages there. So um, that is a place that you definitely have to try. Um, Amaretz is amazing. And if you guys haven't seen like the Mickey cakes, the mini cakes, the goofy cakes, they are awesome. Uh, they look like Mickey hats. Uh, like if you'd go to the park and you would get like your Mickey ears, they look like basically like really awesome amped up Mickey ears. So, well, that kind of brings us on our, uh, to the end of our tour of Disney Springs. Now, there's so much inside Disney Springs that if I if I talk about every single thing, I literally would have probably 20 episodes um, because there is so much stuff. Um, but the the cool thing about this is that this kind of gives you like some places to maybe go, but also get a chance to explore and do things on your own um, and be able to kind of come back and say, hey, I tried this place and it was awesome. Or, hey, I tried this place. You have to check it out. Because, uh, again, Disney Springs is so big, and there's not enough time to go eat everywhere, and also financially you cannot eat everywhere So like every like every time you're there. So it always kind of leaves you something else to go back to, um, which is one of the things that I love the most. Now, before I end this uh, and stop talking about Disney Springs, I want to go and give everyone one insider uh, tip and trick. And uh, it, it's something that, I discovered a while back and I, I like to pass this along to people because I think it's such a cool thing to do. And I always talk about doing something fun and free. Uh, and even if you're just walking around Disney, you could always have a cheap, um, a cheap pretty much date. And one of the coolest things you can definitely do at Disney Springs and a lot of people don't realize this. So this is an insider tip. So hopefully you liked it is when you're at Disney Springs, all of the boats that are there, the ferries, they're going to different resorts. Now, you don't have to be staying at that resort to go on the ferry boat to the resort. 
one of my favorite things to do is I like to take the boat from the marketplace dock and uh, I like to go over to Port New Orleans Resort by boat and get off the boat and we walk and we go to the food court and we get beignets. And then we just kind of walk around the uh, the streets of New Orleans over at the Port New Orleans uh, Resort. And you can do that with all of them. There's three different ferries and they all go to different resorts. It's a good way to kind of get out and actually see the different resorts of Disney. Especially if you want to come and stay at one of them and you're like, ah, I just want to see what it's like. Instead of going to that resort and having to pay for parking and then walk around, go to Disney Springs. Hop on one of the boats that go to those uh, certain ones. Now, they don't go to all the resorts, but they do go to a, a fairly decent amount of them. And you can definitely go there and just kind of pop in and walk around the resort, see what it looks like, hop back on the ferry, and head back over to Disney Springs. And it's an, it's also a really nice way to kind of get off your feet, you know. Uh, you can get off your feet, get on the boat, kind of take some sights of Disney. It is just a, such a cool free thing to do. And it's so rare to go to Disney and be able to say that there's a free thing to do. And that's that's what it truly is. It truly is a free thing to do. Um, hop on that boat and go. You don't have to have a reservation at any of those resorts to do it. Just go. That is my, uh, that is my fun insider tip for all. Well, I would like to thank you so much for listening to uh, episode three. This is our last installment of Disney Springs. We will move on from here to other things Disney. Theme parks, hotels, whatever. We'll be talking about it from this point on. But for now, we're done talking about Disney Springs. Disney Springs is it's done for now, unless something really, really cool happens at Disney Springs. Um, and then I'll kind of do some updates in the you know, like NBA experience. I'll, even though I don't like it, I'll do an update down the road for that. But... Uh, uh, that's it for episode three. I would like to uh, wish you guys such a happy, magical day. And um, please, like us on Facebook, share us with your friends, go to YouTube, and click the subscribe button, and hit the bell that's next to it. It'll alert you when we uh, update new videos, because when I go to Disney, there are going to be a ton of videos going up on the YouTube channel. Um, so you'll actually get to see my uh, pretty face and everything like that. So... Um, Share it with all your friends, let them know, and uh, subscribe to all of our um, podcasts on iTunes, Spreaker, and um, iHeartRadio. You have a great day. Bye, everybody. Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled earlier, remain a balance due unlimited basic. After six thirty twenty, pay $32 per month per line for five lines without a pay. Data deoperatization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.